Hey everybody, it's your old friend John DeLuna with another RSC minicast. This week, I'm joined by Brian Kilby, founder, Graham Poobah, pfradio.net network empire, diecast fellow reviewer, podcaster, recorder, and of course, headmaster, Don Ferguson, a BotCon legend, and on the Mount Rushmore of BotConners, rest in peace, BotCon. Guys, this week we're going to do a toy review. We're good at that. We've got lots of toys, lots of reviews under our belts, our ample belts. We're going to do that masterpiece, Primal (laughs) MP32. Wow, 32 of these things already. Um, Beast Wars, Primal, Beast Convoy, what have you. you know, let's begin with a little foundation work. If you're not familiar with uh, Masterpiece, you're probably listening to the wrong podcast. But no, no, continue to listen, please. Yes, uh, in fact, uh, listen extra hard. That uh, this is the, uh, as I said, the 32nd in a line of toys that Takara and Hasbro have deemed masterpiece renditions of characters through mostly, almost exclusively. G1 up until this point, this is a major departure. It's the first from the Beast Wars universe and uh, no easy task in making an accurate robot and uh, very accurate, actually, uh, beast mode. But uh, they pulled it off, I feel. And uh, he is also, I would say, a hit right out of the box in this new line. So let's get into it. First of all, I want to start with Brian Kilby, uh, our illustrious uh, El Jefe. Brian, what are your initial thoughts about Masterpiece Optimus Primal? Uh, my initial thoughts were to get all nitpicky with it and sort of just sort of make fun of it. So you mentioned the really awesome uh, beast mode, and it is great, but you flip it around and like uh, you can see robot bits on the back, especially around the legs and things like that. And I, I got a little disheartened with it within the first couple of minutes of taking it out of the package. But keep in mind that was within the first couple couple of minutes only. Yeah, you kind of turned it around, right? Yeah. Uh, Don, what are your thoughts? Uh, my, my first thought was there's not any much kibble on this thing because it, it's the one thing about beast modes is you lack generally the mass – to hide most of the robot. Uh, it's very difficult to hide, you know, a lot of the robot parts in beast mode. And other than what Brian mentioned on the, on the back of the legs, Primal does an incredibly good job of hiding the, uh, the robot within. And his ape mode is visually very stunning. I love the way it looks, the, the kind of, the, the, it's not textured, but it looks like it visually is textured. Uh, although I still like to, like to see him flocked <laughs> somewhere at some point. Uh, but uh, yeah, just just surprised at how good the beast mode actually looked like an actual beast mode. Uh, and before we get into the nitty gritty diecast, what are your overall thoughts? Um, I, I was surprised how show accurate it is. Um, to me, it's almost perfect to the show. So that that was my my impression. I understand what Brian's saying, but 
even in the show, they couldn't get rid of all the, uh, you know, all the beast parts for the robot. So it was uh, the other way around. It was the uh, robot parts for the beast. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I quite enjoy it. Okay, so uh, let's break it down because not only is he uh, from a different universe, like I said, there's lots of different things about him that are. They're either brand new to Masterpiece or we're certainly not used to them. First of all, he costs over a hundred bucks effectively. Like the best deal you could probably get is pulling off the best deal you could probably pull off is around a hundred dollars, but he's usually hundred one eighty shipped from Amazon.co.jp. He's usually do we have an Amazon Japan link yet? Not yet. Not <laughs> yet. Anyway. Like Brian was saying, like if you ship it from Amazon Japan, you're looking at about a hundred bucks. If you buy them domestically, you're probably looking at one twenty to one thirty landed cost. And he's the size of a Voyager, so that's a little bit of a different value proposition, I should say. I feel like um, I feel if this was a G one, if I got this much toy and it was a G one masterpiece, I would feel a little ripped off but there's something about since he's a beast wars masterpiece and he's novel in that way and in my head for some reason i'm giving them maybe i should give them more credit for pulling off gorilla and robot modes instead of a car and robot mode i feel that uh, he's not a bargain but he's also not a ripoff i guess i feel he's a fairish value for what he is don what do you think about the price for the amount of toy you get um with the map now i i want to say with the masterpieces slowly and steadily increasing in price but that's not really fair because you also have the yen conversion rate to deal with so i'm not sure how much of it is is takara brazing prices how much of it is the conversion rate or some weird combination of the two um I was actually not planning on getting Primal. I was on the fence about canceling my pre-order, and because I have the Ultra Class Primal, as most of us do, which is a pretty damn fine toy even this far after its creation. And I thought, really, how good is this Primal going to be compared? You know, how much more better is it going to be? Bad grammar aside. And then I saw the last final batch of pictures, and I thought, I know I want Cheetor. I'm definitely so I'm going to get Primal, and with Amazon. Japan now shipping to the U.S. that offers some cost savings for the Dynamics involved. Uh, so I think he, I think if the yen was better, it'd be a better value. Uh, but I also think that with the accessories you get, with the detailing, with the again, paint is not really a major thing with the car versus what Hasbro has to do. But I'm sure the cost involved of using the the water technology to get these fur patterns was probably not cheap. I think it's, I think it's a pretty good figure for the money. Uh, but if, but if you can, if you can wait a little while and try to find a deal, you might like it a little bit better. Diecast. What about you? What do you think? Uh, do you think he's fairly priced overpriced? What's your, what's your read? I think in a masterpiece, uh, scale, I mean, if you look at some of the, Autobot cars, they were around $80, but they didn't have the detail primal, and primal is a little bit bigger. And the de- detailing, I mean, like the the 
not flocking, but the texture that they had to do on the uh, on the beast mode. But you know, maybe I can see a little bit of an issue. But hey, get used to it, people, because Masterpiece Megatron he's a coming at two hundred thirty dollars oh. US. So yeah. if you want to talk about a real, how the heck did they get that price? I think uh, MP Megatron is going to take the uh, take the crown on that. Mm. Brian Kilby, uh, we know that you get paid ample bucks through the Amazon link that we hawk <laughs> every oh, yeah. week on your behalf. So clearly, you didn't break a sweat paying this uh, amount of money. But for uh, for the masses, was this a good deal or not? So I, I just looked up how much I paid for Masterpiece Tracks when it was brand new. It was 80 bucks plus shipping, which is probably another $8. So this was effectively $13 more than Masterpiece Tracks. It is definitely, to me, worth way more than Masterpiece Tracks. It's it's more solid. It's a better-looking toy. Um, it has a very ele- – I wouldn't say elegant, but a very fun transformation. It looks really good in both modes. Uh, it's very solid. It, I mean, it – it holds into place when it transforms. It's very posable. It's a phenomenal toy, and it's it a hundred bucks. Yeah, but that's uh, that's 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 a lot less than some other masterpiece toys that I bought that I enjoy a lot less. And hey, John, and one other thing is that some places in the U.S. are se- are selling masterpiece primal with the extra mace included for the same base one twenty price. So if you can find. If, if the mace is important to you and you can find someplace selling it for the same price, that may help your uh, cost your cost differences there versus the figure. Mm, that's a good point. I actually uh, I ordered it through – who did I order this through? I think it was ages three and up maybe, something like that. Anyway, I got the mace. It's nice. It's fine. It comes in a uh, banana crate, which is fine. But uh, other than that, I mean it looks like something uh, – some emo high school kid would have around his neck. It's fine. Uh, let's get into the beast mode first. This is the hardest mode, arguably, to pull off conveniently. Now, Brian, I think you said you have some issues with uh, his backside, uh, maybe his hindquarters, his flanks. Mo- I mean, <laughs> most masterpiece toys have a, a, an issue with the backside. <laughs> or the underside, right? Or the underside, As yeah. Were. Yes. I mean, do you think... Okay, so if you if you... If you look at Masterpiece Primal's uh, derriere, you're going to see uh, effectively like upside down robot thighs uh, yeah. uh, from the front and uh, most of the sides, certainly from the waist up. Uh, he's pretty convincing and pretty accurate to the CG model. So, uh, Brian, any other thoughts on the beast mode? I mean, would you call it for all its faults? Um, a success, uh, something that gives you confidence for the future, uh, past Cheetor, which we've already seen. I mean, I mean how do you think this goes as uh, Masterpiece Beast Modes go? Actually, uh, you, you stole the word right from my brain. Hmm. I was going to say I think it's a very successful first attempt at a Beast, uh, a beast Mode uh, for a Masterpiece toy. I mean, frankly, usually when it comes to a Masterpiece toy, the alt mode is perfect it's as perfect as 
a transformer is going to get when it comes to the representation to the vehicle or what have you. And frankly, when it this is the best darn gorilla uh, transformer beast mode that I have. I can count just a couple of those, uh, but it's really really nice. And usually in the robot mode is where the uh, toy suffers the, uh, I guess, perfection test because typically again on the the backside is where they uh, toss a lot of things or you know leave a lot of detail out, and you see a lot of the pens and stuff. Um, well, while he has that. Uh, in robot mode, in beast mode, he also has that a little bit, so it's a little more balanced between the two uh, the two modes. But I mean, realistically, um, it's 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 a darn fine toy, uh, very successful. John, what about you? Thumbs up, thumbs down on the gorilla. Thumbs up, thumbs up. Uh, it's other again, other other than a few a few bits showing through here and there, it. Looks like it just pretty much stepped off the the TV, you know, on, on the mainframe model, and probably having the three D the wireframes from the series to go by probably help is what helped pull this uh, gorilla mode off. Looking, and especially the face sculpt, the face sculpt is just like he literally just stepped out stepped out of the TV. I mean, it's just phenomenal. Yeah, he even uh, he comes with. Uh Many gorilla faces. I think it's three gorilla faces and four robot faces, which uh, is still not something I'm completely used to as an old man, having multiple faces and sometimes multiple hands with other kinds of action figures. Diecast, um, are you happy with this as uh, the first masterpiece beast mode? I think they did well. Oh, yeah. I, I think it was a great choice, and I think they did a great job. And... There's a couple other characters that I really hope they they get to do uh, in a masterpiece scale. I'd love to see Megatron to go with Primal. I think that's a given. I'd be really surprised if we don't see that. Um, and then next on the list would probably be Dinobot. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. If they could so. pull it off. I think they could. Well, who knows? I, I, they pulled this one off and they've pulled Cheetor off by all appearances, so... I guess they could pull off Dinobot. Um, so Diecast, I'll stay with you on uh, the before we go into like the robot itself. Uh, I mean, when we talk about accessories, he's pretty rich with accessories. He's got two swords, like I said, six faces, uh, and he has for some people the uh, the special mace uh, that uh, is the extra accessory. The uh, Diecast, the metal mace. Um, He's pretty loaded for bear. Are, are, do you appreciate them doing six different f- variations of the face? Do you think that's uh, – is that value added? I mean, or is it something that uh, you could take it or leave it? I, I mean, I mean, it is part I, of I definitely the deal, I guess, his expressions. So what do you think about that in particular? Yeah, I was going to say, you know, Masterpiece Primal. Optimus Primal was the most – you know, expressive of all the primes that we've gotten. So I think it works for him. And, and it's really only three extra faces per mo- or three faces per mode. So um, I, I, I really enjoy that. Uh, I think it adds to the display displayability. Is that a word? Uh, the display, you know, you can change it up, display it a couple different ways. And uh, just, you know, what what you remember Primal as 
because that's that's what most of us you know most of us watched it when we were kids or young adults or old adults and uh like don and but uh you know it's what you remember and and definitely just the fact that he was the most expressive prime we've ever had i think it i think it works with this masterpiece hey brian do you think they uh they got these expressions correct. They did a good job recreating those uh, those mainframe expressions. I think so. And a lot of times uh, expressions will be off or they'll be too um, – they'll be exaggerated. Uh, I don't think they're exaggerated at all here. I think they pretty much nailed the things. And I don't know if they actually went to the Source 3D model to like – like extrapolate export that out to like a CAD model or something to base that off of. It would be awesome if they did. Uh, but I think that they probably had more um, source material to base these off of than uh, or, or a truly three dimensional source material to to base this off of compared to uh, the, you know, wi- wildly variable uh, animation models from G1. So in your head. If there's one expression Optimus Primal has in your head that's kind of burned into your brain, what is it? Is he smiley? Is he growly? Is he just uh, stone-faced? No, I mean, so I think of the one, I, I kind of think of him as maybe being a little aggravated or maybe being a little surprised, maybe a little aggravated in um, really, I guess, more beast mode, but I, I think of like an aggravated Optimus Primal. Uh, you can have Rat Tap on your team and see how you feel. Exactly. Don, what is the what's the Optimus Primal in your head? Is he like does he have that look of constipation? Does he have that look of surprise, happiness? Actually the the face he comes with is is the face I kinda it's like he wears a very neutral expression, like he's like he's he's thinking about all the factors he's seen, and he's just keeping a very neutral face, so you don't know what he's thinking. And it's just you know the the face he comes with, is, at least in at least in ape mode, will be the face he sticks with. I mean, you know, angry Optimus is fine. Uh, if we get a third party add on that maybe has the shield oh, that he used in. You know, I'm, I'm just saying, if there's if there's a display option in which having the angry face, you know, uh, will be necessary, you know, I'll, I'll match that with say, you know, I'll put it on there. But the face he has, I think, is fine. That's that looks like again, it just stepped out of the television, so that's fine with me. Yeah, I think so. Um, so the transformation uh, is pretty straightforward. There's some fun stuff going on in the legs. And how everything kind of folds up into some nice contours. The feet, fun. You've got some functional uh, hydraulics uh, or, you know, in appearance hydraulics. There's no compression in there. Sorry, guys. And uh, the, uh, the chest the, uh, the chest is uh, a little bit more complicated than the original toy. But it's the same, again, it's the same idea. A lot of the same things going on 20 years later. Uh, the arms are effectively exactly the same because they uh they don't do anything really uh between gorilla and uh, robot mode they don't really change at all uh still and uh and of course the uh the head sculpt i feel uh is uh incredible on the robot mode but uh if you're looking for any kind of uh innovation and transformation it's probably happening in the legs uh it's just a kind of some some neat turns and twists to uh 
to create some uh, pretty convincingly uh, humanoid legs down there. Um, Brian, uh, was this a satisfying transformation? Is this? Uh, I've I've found uh, in recent times some of the masterpiece transformations have been um, just inconsistent in their uh, in their fun and uh, entertainment uh, value. What about this guy? I, I like it a lot. So I got a little bit confused with trying to um, transform his chest. Uh, there's a point where I think you have to uh, rotate the waist uh, to get the appropriate extension for the chest to go in and uh, flip that one piece. Uh, but other than getting a little hung up on that, um, I had no problems actually just transforming the thing without the instructions. And um yeah, I, I, it's a very satisfying transformation. I didn't really once feel like I was going to break it. Um, I, I, I just, I, I think it's a phenomenal transformation, honestly. Yeah, the uh, and the quality of the materials feels, it feels good. He's got a pretty good weight to him, not too much weight. Um, oh yeah, he's uh, he's nicely done. Diecast, uh, you're our third party uh, expert, so you have seen good, and you have seen not so good transformations and designs in this world many of them uh where does uh, primal stand uh, as far as his engineering you know i off the top of my head i can't really think any uh third party beast wars characters that i've played with so uh, uh leonidas i didn't touch him oh then i have <laughs> no idea why did he smell what was wrong with him he was just you know he was he cost too much oh all right um but yeah, you know now, now masterpiece Megatron's making them not look so bad. Uh, but yeah, Primal, I I think he's everything I would have expected from uh, Takara, and I think he's a little bit better than what I would have expected from third party. Hmm, I don't know how to take that, but uh, yeah, <laughs> he's 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 way, he's way better than. Basically, any third party. Toy I, I look He's forward awesome. to the day we get third party Beast Wars, just because um, I don't know. I'm just wringing my hands together. I, I have no idea if that's going to be um, a dream or a nightmare. It could go either way, honestly, especially in the face. Uh, I mean, I yeah. guess it depends on how on how the fans react to this Beast Wars character. Because if this sells really well, and they hear fans requesting like a Dinobot and requesting, you know, Black some of the other characters, Tarantulas or Black Arachnia. You know, Black yeah. Arachnia. Maybe some third parties will say, Oh, it's gonna take uh Takara a long time to do this. Let me let let me do this figure next and I'll have it out before then. I which mean is third pretty parties much aren't the name of the game. Blind to every other series, but it's like it's way, 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 way more G one than anything else, and Transformers is way more than G one. And also, but see, we've we've talked in the past about you know where third party shines is basically filling those niches that yep the car and Hasbro are not looking at, and you know a lot of the third parties now are doing the War Within kind of stuff, Fall of Cybertron kind of stuff, which. You know they're not doing any more from the major from the from the main line, and like you said, Diecast. If this does take off with Takara, because Hasbro has done nothing uh, for the Beast Wars for the most part. Uh, the anniversary slipped by. Nothing was done. 
uh, Takara took the lead on this, and uh, as a Beast Wars fan, I'm grateful. But the th- third parties have a real chance here to make some fans happy with good Beast Wars characters uh, between now and when Takara can start getting them out on a more semi-regular basis. Again, I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm a betting man. I'm going to bet on Black Arachnia. And, uh, you know, I'll give you two reasons why. Let's be honest with you. Yeah. Well, God almighty. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, hey, well, I think, yeah. well, I think, though, also, they're going to look at molds that they can probably get. Because in Beast Wars, there's not that many similar molds. With, if you do Tarantulas, you could do Black Arachnia, you know, at least as far as Season 1 goes. Uh, you know, Cheetor and Tigertron, we're, we're already getting a Cheetor, but that's never stopped anybody before. Uh, if if they did uh, Pterosaur, you can get a Fractal out of that. Uh, if, if you want to do, a, let's say, a BotCon homage from Fractal. Uh, so I think if they approach it looking at the same repaintability uh, like Hasbro and the car does, we might see some interesting characters before too long. Yeah, I, uh, I think we'll wait approximately 15 minutes after Cheetor is released before we get a hint of Tigatron coming down the pike, hmm. you know? Yeah. I really want, uh, I really, that Shira mold looks great, and, I'm, and I can't wait to see what it, what it looks like redone as Tigatron. Mm-hmm. Hey, Don, uh, give me your thoughts on, uh, just overall on Primal's uh, robot mode, but uh, but into in addition to that, based on how different he is, or upgraded, uh, if you feel he is an upgrade over the original toy, you know, we've gotten a string of generation toys, uh, Rat Trap, Rhinox. We kind of see what Beast Wars done as toys, like mainline toys with current technology looks like. And now we know what uh, Masterpiece looks like. Uh, does this, uh, first of all, you know, what do you think of Primal, uh, just in general, his his robot mode? And second, seeing what a masterpiece robot mode looks like in beast wars. Do you have any interest in seeing masterpiece rat trap masterpiece rhinox? Or do you think we've, we've been there, done that we've, we've got it good enough with the generations toys. Uh, I think, I think primal and robot mode again, looks great. Like he stepped right off of this, right out of the TV screen. Uh, he's like Brian said, he's posable. I love the way his swords look. Uh, I, I love his forearm blasters because I'm glad the toy has both forearm blasters because uh, that was just, you know, kind of that was, you know, what he defaulted to in most episodes. And they look great. They, you know, that's the one thing I didn't like the ultra class toy was because since they were missile launchers is only on one arm and it just didn't look right uh, compared to the show. But uh, I think Primal was a success in both Beast and Robot mode. Uh, and anyone who likes Beast Wars, I think, will definitely want him on the shelf. I think as far as the I think as far as the Generations toys goes, I think Rat Trap and Rhinox will be fine uh, as fill-ins. Uh, I believe the scale kind of works. I know Rhinox is a little wonky compared to Primal, but Rhinox is a good Voyager. With the, other than those, the weak the weak leg and knee joints on a lot of them. But I hope if we do get a masterpiece of those two, it will be on down the road. Uh, for now, I think what we have is fine. And we focus on other characters like uh, getting Tigertron, getting personally, I would love to see a silver bolt, 
Although I think we'll be looking, I think we're looking at a G one situation with the Beast Wars. We'll be looking at mostly season one characters, Dinobot, Scorpion, no, and maybe Transmetals, but I don't see any Fusors. Yeah, it's now I, I will say I, of all Optimus's modes, Transmetal, Transmetal Optimus, and Transmetal Megatron are two of my favorite Beast Wars toys. I just love the way Transmetal Optimus transforms. Yep. The, the way his the way his arms actually have that fist swap. Um, the way you know, it's just I would I would love to see Masterpiece Transmetal Optimus and Megatron uh, if, if they could pull that off. Uh, again, it was, I doubt we would see Fusors, but I just love Silverbolt. Just looks so good in both molds. The way his sculpting and detail, I, I just personally want to see Beast uh, Beast Wars Silverbolt, not Beast Machines, which will probably happen first with my luck. Uh, so super chicken to wrap up the show. I want to play. Um, I want to play Jim Cramer. I want to read the market, so to speak. So let me uh, adjust my tie, do my little comb over here, and uh, ask you, Brian Kilby. Do you are you bullish or bearish on the performance in the market of Optimus Primal? Do you think he's going to end up selling out? Fairly quickly, or do you think we're going to see Masterpiece Primal on clearance in February? That's a great question. Um, to be completely honest, I really hope that it sells well. I know that um, when, of course, it, it lined up with BotCon. When this toy was announced, it, it was announced during BotCon 2015, and um, just based on the number of downloads that we had for that specific episode, I mean, it seems like... Again, it's hard, it's hard to tell, but it seems like there's quite a bit of demand because that was, pr- I think, pretty much the primary thing we actually talked about in the episode. Uh, I, I'm really, I'm really hopeful. I'm really bullish. I think that, uh, that this will work and we'll end up getting more of these because one, no licensing issues. I mean, nobody's having to pay a license to, you know, uh, simians or <laughs> okay. apes or anything like the that. The Gorilla Union. Yeah. The Gorilla Union. And two, I think it's just the right time because Beast Wars is now 20 years old. So you have a lot of people in their uh, mid-20s to early 30s who uh, have disposable income who can buy these things. And I think we've been focusing way too much on G1, um, focusing way too much on the you know 30 to 50-year-old market. Uh, I think there's a lot of young folks who would like to buy some of this stuff, and Beast Wars is their Transformers. Diecast, what do you think? Is this uh, going to be a commercial success or not? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a success. Um, whether it'll be a success with later characters, I don't know. But I think everyone who knows anything about Beast Wars is fine with having an, you know, an Optimus and a Megatron. And as you go down the line, I think you'll get less and less interest. Uh, I agree with Don about the figures. You know, the Generations, Rhinox, and Rat Trap, I think, are really good. So if they do revisit those characters in Masterpiece, I hope it's towards the end of the line. And I I don't know. I You know, because I want to ask Brian this question. If we go back into... Well, we need different representations of, you know, later or past G1 cartoons. Uh, 
I guess, uh, what, what, should we get some Energon stuff? Oh, um, my God. Armada. No. Wow. Armada, <laughs> I think, would be fine. Okay. Uh, really? No, robot, robots in disguise. Get the Car Robot Brothers as masterpiece figures. It'll be awesome. No. That won't happen. <laughs> It'll be awesome. And, and transmetals, I, I don't have any interest in transmetals. I mean, they were kind of odd and kind of blasphemy. How transmetals do you, are how do you the do best part trans, of Beast Wars. How do yeah. you do a transmetal masterpiece? You do it awesomely is how you do it. <laughs> you, you, uh, okay, so I, I just want to mention metal. this. That's the best part. That, yeah, please. Uh, so I just want to mention this. So... Of course, I have master. Uh, pardon me, Transmetal Optimus Primal and Transmetal Megatron. But what Don was saying really makes me want to get that uh, Japanese uh, versus set and just open it so that I can open that again and just take it out of the package because they are such perfect toys. And have the chrome They're phenomenal. in your uh, hands. I know that's the problem. Yeah. Write your name on the back of uh, a rampage. Yeah. Be awesome. Gosh. Yeah. Just like uh, like icing on a cake at this point. <laughs> Don, what do you think? Do you think uh, Optimus Primal is going to make uh, Takara enough money where they're like, yeah, let's do this again? Or do you think it's going to drive uh, Big Bad Toys crazy when they do their big annual sale? I think Primal will do well enough that we're going that we will see at least a Megatron. Uh, and maybe a tarantulas, uh, you know, as far as leader, leader, and then a, a main secondary character like Cheetor versus, you know, tarantulas, like because it was an episode where the episode two, the web that had Cheetor. Oh, God, no. That, well, I'm just I, want, saying, I want Inferno. Yeah. But um, Ooh, I think if we see a price drop on Primal, it'll just be the traditional, it's after Christmas, it's the slowdown. We need to sell stuff, and you'll see him on sale. But I don't think you'll see these big, gigantic discounts that fast. He'll he'll just be part of a general inventory clearing post Christmas. You have Christmas money left, come buy my stuff, kind of thing. Um, but I, I think he will be successful. I think Takara will work Beast Wars masterpieces into their line, but. G1 is the bread and butter of the line, whether we want it to be or not. Uh, there's still a lot of G1 characters that we have not gotten yet uh, from Takara, uh, Jazz. I don't think it has to be. Well, I just don't. I just don't think it has to be the bread and butter. Well, I think it just is. I think. I, I think they see it that way. So yeah, you know, and a lot of people are saying. And when Prime was first announced, there was a lot of people was upset because it's like, oh my gosh, they're taking a spot that could have been used for G1. <laughs> And we brought this up on the show, and, and I brought this up in one of my rare, you know, Andy Rooney-style moments here. <laughs> Look how much G1 stuff we already have in Masterpiece already. Primal is not taking a slot. You will still get your G1 stuff. But the Beast Wars fans have jack-all to deal with or to buy. So there's nothing wrong with getting this Primal. And I'm hoping Takara works these Beast War figures into their regular releases, but it's going to be sporadic. So he Masterpiece Optimus Primal is the most exciting thing that happened to Beast Wars since, I mean, pardon me, to Masterpiece since probably MPO1. I mean, because Masterpiece has kind of gotten boring because we're just, just churning through all of these Autobot cars. Let's go, well, which Autobot car are we getting next? Okay. 
And it's like who ca- it's like almost who cares. But this this happened and it just ex- it created an excitement within the fans and within me personally. And I think it's really reinvigorated things. I think it would be silly not to go back and do more of these. Or again, you know, something like Don said, maybe uh, do a masterpiece uh, fire convoy or something that somebody isn't expecting. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, don't forget that they did star saber and whatever. I'm not a victory person. Don will know whatever one combines with him. Uh, that There was rumors that there were, spots on star saber that that figure could connect victory to leo. victory leo and we still haven't gotten a masterpiece of that so that's something they still need to revisit i mean from everything we heard star saber sold really well mm-hmm. well you know i think star saber was a giant like wow kind of moment that people was not expecting but I think it's still G1. It's Japanese G1, but it's still G1. Primal was what just, I think, floored everybody and like, they're actually going to do this. And what Brian was saying, this was the biggest news and masterpiece probably since Star Saber. It's just as far as the, they're actually going to try that in Masterpiece. I mean, I'd say it's way bigger than Star Saber. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not, bigger. Not, not, but, not in size, yeah. Yeah, but it's bigger. I just but don't I, consider Star Saber G1 in my head, so. You don't, you don't do what? I don't consider Star Saber G one in my head. So. I, I I I I waffle back and forth on that. I do because it's. I mean, it's Japanese G one, but it's not my G one. I gotta ask this before we go, yeah. and this is gonna be a yes or no question. Uh, we'll leave. Uh, we'll leave the listeners wondering what's behind that uh, yes or no question. The yes or the no. I'm gonna go around the bin, and I'll go last. Because I'm the host. Don, yes or no, will we ever get a Masterpiece Combiner? Yes. Uh, Brian, will we ever get a Masterpiece Combiner? Ever? Uh, yes. Ooh, diecast. I'm going to go no. I'm going to go... I'm going to go yes in uh, the Victory Saber kind of sense. Victory Leo, Star Saber. If that's a combiner, which it is, I think we'll get something like that. I don't know if we're going to get what everybody would want. I don't think we're going to get like Devastator, but I don't know. Anyway, uh, but uh, I'll leave you guys wondering what's in Brian and Don diecast head i'm going to save that for another mini cast before i go guys be sure to go to tfradio.net slash amazon and do your holiday shopping or just click the amazon link at tfradio.net while you're downloading and or listening to a terrific podcast by going to tfradio.net slash amazon or clicking the amazon link on our site you will be supporting all of our shows by giving a little bit of your hard-earned dollars spent at amazon.com to us. Uh, You don't have to do anything extra. You don't pay any extra. Amazon just takes a little bit off the top, gives it to Brian Kilby over there in the corner, counting his his Amazon bucks, and he uses those uh, dollars to keep the podcasts going. Keep them flowing on a weekly basis. Keep them free, and we appreciate your support. So go to tfradio.net slash Amazon, and we... Thank you for that. So for Diecast, for Brian Kilby, for the Headmaster, Donald 
Ferguson. I am John DeLuna. We'll see you on the next RFC minicast. Music provided by bensound.com.